0: Hello everyone and welcome to Bikinis After Babies. This is our 10th episode and we are so excited for today's episode. I am one of your hosts, Mandy Sean here with your other beautiful blonde host Oh, well, Thanks, Manny. <laughs> hey,
1: everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited about today's episode. We have a very special guest with us today. Today, we have Judy Tilly. She is an IFBB Bikini Pro from Tampa, Florida. She's a wife and a mother of three. Judy has been competing for eight years, beginning her journey in 2016, and she earned her IFBB Pro card at the Masters Nationals in Pittsburgh in 2021, taking first place in the Masters Over 40 class. Ass. Judy has a lot of insight Yay. and tips for us today because she has been hitting the ground running in her pro career. So I'm really excited to learn all about how that's been going and share her journey with you. And I'm so happy to have her. Welcome to Bikinis After Babies, Judy Tilly.
2: Ah, oh, hi guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, appreciate yeah. we'll it
1: so excited it's been really cool to like watch you from like the amateur level to getting your pro card we were on stage together when you got your pro card and that was so exciting you were right next to me like your tears and everything i was like oh my god like it was such a (laughs) such a cool moment you got your big card and everything and then watching you like as a pro like you didn't waste any time you just Mm -hmm. went right out there and kept competing so i'm really excited to learn about what that journey has been like but we kind of always like to start our episode learning a little bit about where you got started in your fitness journey and in competing?
2: All right. Well, like you said, I've been doing it for now eight years. Um, I was always a cardio bunny. I had never stepped foot in the weight side. It was like scary Um, until I found a great trainer and he was like, you should do bikinis. And I'm like, bikini competing? What is that? I just had kids. And I'm like, He's like, "Well, you could drop the kids off and you could put them in the daycare for like 2 hours." And I'm like, "Oh, yes. I will sign up for that." I was like absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into, but I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And that's how it started. I started working out with him. He was an amazing trainer, made me feel comfortable, and then I fell in love with it. Like 8 years later, here I am, still doing it. So
1: Awesome. What yeah. was that first show experience like for
2: you? Um, so my first show, actually, Jillian, you, it was in St. Were, Louis. Yeah. No, it, no, it was in Kansas city and you oh, were that's expediting. Right. That's right. Yep. It was the expediting that's right. Yep. She was. And mm-hmm. I remember being like, Oh my God, she's so pretty. <laughs> like, I remember... well, thanks. And <laughs> I, I know. I would just remember I'm like, and I think you had colored hair at the time. And I, I think like, I had purple she's... hair. Yeah, you did. And I'm like, she's so pretty. So it was funny because I actually almost missed my stage, and you found me backstage. And she were like, "Girl, you need to get up there right now." And I was like, <laughs> "So she actually saved me from missing my first experience." But my first experience was pretty wild. It's pretty yeah. scary, you know what I mean? When you first start, you're like, "What am I doing back here? What are you?" And then you look at everybody, and you're like am i good enough do i look like these girls should i be here i mean i think that's i think everybody i mean i do that now
0: still to this day right yeah you know fun but scary i Um, feel like the first time backstage is always scary because you just never know and i feel (laughs) like we're so like as women we're like oh i'm like what if they're mean and you're in a bikini backstage and you don't know you just have no idea it's like a deer in headlights but that's so cool that jillian was your expediter (laughs) She was. It's like a <laughs> yeah. small world. I Body know. I was going a small through – it really – it yeah. totally is. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. going
1: through, like, all your competition photos and just seeing, like, your vast experience and then just kind of, like, watching your physique evolve. So I know. that's really cool, too. You know, so yeah. you have an older child and then there was, like, a I gap do. of time before having babies – and, and, you know, going mm-hmm. on that journey. So did you have any, like, difficulties staying in shape during pregnancy? Did you have pretty good, you know, did you bounce back after having kids? I,
2: so the funny thing is I actually wasn't competing at all when I had the two girls because they were so close together. They were back to back, like 18 months apart. So I actually didn't start competing until my third child. And yeah. it was eight months after I had her is when wow. I did my first show. So I was always a tiny girl. I just didn't have any muscle. So I evolved pretty good from my first experience, like training in the gym. I gained muscle really good because I ate horrible, like back in the day. Like I, you know what I mean? I I didn't (laughs) eat horrible. I just didn't eat enough. And then as I started getting into this world, I was like, I'm not eating at all. Like I'm not eating sufficiently at all. And so I learned so much just It's actually been better for me, beneficial for me, because I was, like, not taking care of my body for so long. And now I feel like, like, I drink enough water now. I'm eating enough protein now. Like, the knowledge that you learn doing this about your body is incredible. Like, it's probably the best thing I ever did for myself, for sure.
0: And it's lifelong. Like, you'll Mm -hmm. benefit forever from it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. So was that a challenge for you then? Like, I know you had said that you you do tend to put on muscle easily, but was it a challenge like getting all the food in or even like wrapping your mind around having to eat so much? I got
2: to tell you, I struggle to this day. Yeah. I just never ate a lot before. And I feel like even when I'm not in like a hard prep, like off season, I still struggle struggle getting in that food. Like I know what I need to get in, but like you get busy, right? You're like yeah. I'm running to the store or I'm going somewhere with my kids and I'm like, oh my God, I, I forgot to eat. So it's like I substitute it and I try to get it in with having an extra, you know, protein shake or something like that. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I still struggle with it. I struggle with it now to this day. So, you know, I think it's an ongoing struggle with me with food. <laughs> so it's common I feel like though. I that's
0: very common. Yeah. 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 It's extremely yeah, it common. Is. I think like
1: at least like being a competitor, you know, you know, to reach for the things that are going to fuel your body versus maybe not having Mm -hmm. that knowledge, just grabbing something, you probably are more mindful about what those things are. But yeah, that's a, that's a challenge that we, like, we definitely as moms can understand, you know, certainly competitors are more like, oh, I'm, I think about competing and I think about being hungry, but it's just as challenging if, you know, you have to Mm -hmm. eat to grow in your improvement season and it's hard to get that
2: food in. Correct. I agree with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So over the years, as you were competing, like <laughs> your physique evolved so much and you were in contention for that pro card, like quite a few times, how many national shows did you do in order to oh. uh, get your pro card? <laughs> Six.
2: Oh, <ten. laughs> I think it was, I I think I did a solid seven Yeah. and every one I was in top five. It was just so, so close. It's so close, you know. And everybody looks, everybody looks amazing. Everybody looks beautiful. Everybody looks amazing. It's like you go in front of different people and different judges, and you just don't know what they're looking for, you know. So you try yeah. different judges, you know. You you find that niche and see kind of what judge gravitates towards that body style or whatever. So I think it's a learning process to find out who you like to go in front of, mm-hmm. um, and, and then you know, executing on stage, doing the right thing. Right. My posing was probably my weakness. I think my body physique was almost there from a lot of it. It was my posing like is what I struggled with for the longest time. So, you know, hopefully, I mean, but still to this day, I'm like, my posing is still a little off. Like I'm still trying to perfect that. I think that is definitely my downfall though. Still to this day, getting comfortable up there and doing the right Angle, you know, yeah,
1: that's really common as well, you know. And I think for a lot of people, it's just so different from what they normally do. You know, as we get older, like we wear so many hats, and one of those is not, you know, the glam life that we have on stage. Like that's like for me, just those few days a year, you know. So, yeah, what are like some things that you did to improve and bring like your winning routine and now like your pro routines as well, because those are quite a bit longer than the amateur routines.
2: They are. Um, so it's funny because I never had a posing coach for like years. Yeah. Like I was just out there and I'd watch people on, you know, on Instagram or I'd watch people's things. And I'm like, oh, I like that move. Let me see if I could do that. Right. And then finally, you know, I, I bit the bullet and I was like, you know what, I probably need to hire somebody. And yeah. I think I hired somebody the year before I got my, pro card. And it was just slight tweaks. It wasn't like Mm. my routine was bad, but it was the angle of my foot or it was the angle. Like I put my arm at or whatever. And it was just small. But if you could find a coach who actually is really good at, at looking at your angles, it's a huge, like a posing coach is probably what got me my pro card for sure. Like
0: probably got me there. Yeah. It's, that's amazing. You, you chose to invest in that because that's so smart because yeah. I'm a huge advocate for opposing coach. Like I'm lucky my mm-hmm. coach is also a opposing coach, but that's exactly what happens. It's those minor tweaks. It's like, take your hand inward, take your elbow outward, do the, you know, those minor yeah. things and being able to like have a second set of eyes move you around and you'd be like, oh, wow, that made a huge difference. And it was just right. your foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 100% it's
1: so true especially if it's not something that you like love like it's probably like my least favorite thing of competing is posing <laughs> and then like my second least favorite thing is like show day because it's just so stressful and then you're like yeah. you hurry up and then you wait and so having a coach for posing is it's been a game changer for me as well and i find like it's just these little baby things like you said mm-hmm. and um also like just encouraging the stamina cuz when i'm posing with my um, coach, I literally feel like I'm gonna die because I'm yeah. so like it's 30 minutes. It's super <laughs> intense, but it it's improved my conditioning so much because I wouldn't normally mm-hmm. like push. Me. It's almost like having like a trainer making you lift heavier in the gym when you have a posing coach that's yep. like making you hold your uncomfortable front pose and twist more, and then you're just like oh, I'm like, mm-hmm. literally
2: cramping and sweating everywhere, yep. you know.
1: But it does like make you you know a lot better on stage for sure.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you.
1: Yeah. So physique wise, you know, like I said, <laughs> I looked through all your photos and I can definitely see some improvements there. Like were any of was any of the feedback around like conditioning, gaining size or anything like that? And what did you do to make those improvements over your time in your career competing?
2: So I think I always um, I always always struggled with my upper body. Like mm-hmm. I tend to be smaller on top, like I'm five foot I mean, I don't think I've ever weighed over 100 pounds like my whole life. So, mm-hmm. just gaining that upper mass that I needed to match my lower body, um, it was doing a lot more upper body. I mean, people do a lot of lower as a bikini competitor. They're like glutes, glutes, glutes. I didn't have a problem doing that part. Like, I loved lifting heavy down there. I love doing that kind of exercise, but mine really difficult was like putting size on for my shoulders. So, a lot of shoulder workouts. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of heavy, heavy weight and shoulders is where I think that's kind of where pushed me over into that pro card because I was so small up here, but I think I got it now. So, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see what this year brings. Um, But, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that is, you know, tough to um, have to focus on one thing, especially if you do love training lower body, and then you have to like scale back on it. But that's so much like what this sport is about. It's not about training what you like. It's training for the division and for the criteria, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Absolutely. I never had an issue with like, conditioning. It was just always, you need more size. You need more size. And I'm like, okay, (sighs) eat more food. Okay, there it is. Eat more food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that—that's the struggle. Okay, the struggle is real. We're gonna eat more food and do upper body. So, yeah,
1: yeah, awesome. You do have awesome abs as well. So, are those oh, genetic or is that from just what you do in the gym and your habits? You know
2: what's funny? I don't do any abs. Very yeah. rarely do any abs. I I do a lot of you know. I do a lot of deadlifting. I do a lot of core, like, mm-hmm. lifting. Um, very rarely do I ever do, like, an ab workout. I might do it just for fun. If I'm working out with, like, a client, I'm like, oh, let's do abs together. But I don't actually do abs ever. It yeah. might be my diet. I'm pretty – when I'm in it, I'm really, really in it. Like, once I'm, I'm committed, I'm like, okay, this is the date. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't cheat ever my husband thinks I'm crazy. (laughs) You're
0: not crazy.
1: No. And you're in it. You're in it. And that's, that's what it takes to be a pro. Yeah. No, I'm always curious because, you know, having, you've had three pregnancies and so, you know, abs are definitely something that we get a lot of questions about. And I always say like, Mm they're really made in the kitchen. You know, I mean, most computers now yeah, have shifted are. more towards like vacuum training and all of that because that helps us so much with stamina and with core control mm-hmm. on stage. But you, know, you rarely see like a pro like spending much time on ab training. It kind of just comes yeah. with all the other stuff we do, right?
2: Yeah, I think it's just that that core workout or that just staying tight as you're doing those huge heavy movements. I mean, I feel like that's always helped me just keep my, you know, my midsection tight. So
0: And being so disciplined on your, on your diet has to Mm -hmm. like, that's just key. I've always Mm -hmm. been, I've always just been one to believe in that. Like you, like even just doing like a few core exercises, like very, very minimum, but like teaching our clients that like, Hey, your abs, your lines, your definition, that's all going to come from the kitchen. Like it's, it's going to be what you eat and how you eat and portion Mm -hmm. control and, and taking care of your nutrition. Correct. I, I agree with you. hundred
2: mm-hmm.
1: percent. Yeah, for sure. And so we have in common that we are cheer moms, which we kind of talked about <laughs> before this. Um, do. Yeah. and so, you know, so many of the women that we work with and a lot of our athletes on our team also have kids in sports. So do you mm-hmm. have, um, any tips or tricks of how to navigate like cheer mom life and bikini pro life?
2: So like this weekend was a prime example. I was gone all weekend long. I was pretty diligent before I left. I had meal prepped. You know, my plastic bag is my favorite as I'm eating turkey out of my plastic bag at the competition. But, you know, it's like they don't have healthy options, obviously, when you go to some of those places. So, you know, protein bars and protein shakes and just bringing extra stuff with you like is more important, you know, than... Being like, oh, something quick and easy. I'm just going to take the kids and go grab a piece of pizza. That's great. But the bottom line is it's not really what your body needs if you're that disciplined in what you're doing. So I think just meal prepping and just being prepared for it. I think I did slack a little bit on my water intake. But um, overall, I think planning ahead of time is the key to doing anything like that.
0: And you do baggies. I do. <laughs> yeah. So- <laughs> so I love baggies. So I used to always have the meal prep containers, right? Mm-hmm. And when I started expediting and traveling all the time, I was like, "This is very hard." Like these meal prep, and I I worked with other pros, and I finally saw like they were just eating out of baggies, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" You're telling me I I just like your brain didn't think of it, right? Mm-hmm. Now like you, I can pack a whole weekend in in a little lunch box because it's all baggies.
2: Yep. yep. I know. And everybody looks at you. They're like, what are you, what are you eating? And I'm like, Oh, it's just my lunch. <laughs> exactly. the bag.
0: <laughs> I literally, I've sat there on the soccer field and I've just been like, this is just cause my husband will smoke chicken. So I'm like, this is just my chicken. I'm just yep. <laughs> got to do just what eating. you got to
1: do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. You do.
1: I stayed in a hotel one time and I had taken, um, like all containers. I think I must've been driving where I had like more space. Cause I do typically take things in frozen like baggies when I travel on a plane. But the cleaning staff came, threw them all out. <laughs> and I like, well, I was oh. like reusing them. Like I'd yeah. washed them out and they were kind of sitting like in the little like kitchen area and they just like came through the room and threw everything out. And I was like, I guess I'm going back Ooh. to baggies now. But it is nice to like, right. when you fly home and you just like collapse your cooler, you're like done. And you but then you anything. think like, like, like yes. I really put all that food in my body? Like sometimes I'm putting this big giant bag of meat and rice and veggies <laughs> and I'm like, I ate all of that, like the, all that went in my body. Um... <laughs> what's like the response like with like the other cheer moms and maybe like even friends to like your lifestyle and the way you eat and the way you
2: work out. Um, so I think I have mixed emotions. I mean, I have a lot of like cheer moms like this weekend. They're like, Oh my God, I can't wait to see you this year. You know, cause I've, I've been with them for the last couple of years and you know, they follow me on social media and they're like, Oh my God, when are you starting? I mean, you look fantastic now, but when are you starting? And I'm like, Starting next month, you know, and then my other friends, you know, I have friends and they're like, Oh, you're on prep. You can't have a glass of wine with me. Or you, you know, you can't go out to dinner and, and they accept it. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes I do get like a, a slight guilt trip, like, Oh, well you're on prep again. And I'm like, it's kind of just what I do. It's, it's my passion. I love it. Like I do it for six months on and six months off. Like that's kind of how I, I split my year. So, you know, I, February is, is, is my start date and that's just how I've done it for like eight years. It's yeah. always been February. So that's really interesting.
0: That. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That mm. is smart. Cause then it's kind of like, you know, you know, when you've got that downtime that you can look forward to. Mm-hmm. And then I think too, like seasonally, that's easier to adjust if you kind of are always in prep at the same time of year and you're kind of building, yep. improving in the other time of year, which is like lines up with Christmas and the holidays that you're not prepping which is yeah. smart too.
2: Which is always like, I don't think I've ever done it. I've always been like, I can't do it. Like I, I know deep down, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do that. So I'm not even going to try. Like, I'm not going to put my kids through it either though. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like we're making cookies and mom's not eating any cookies. You know? So I don't, I don't like to do that with them. So yeah. yeah. February is my day. February 1st. Yeah. So. I
1: love that. I've never heard anyone say that before, but that is like really smart. And I think, like as a pro too, like treating this like your career, then it's almost like Mm you you kind of know, like okay, now we pull the switch. Everyone around me knows, like this is when I dial it in. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Yep. But yeah, everybody's planning for it already. I'm like, okay, everybody, let's go out to dinner. Let's have a glass of wine together. February first, we're we're in. We're done. Yeah, love you, but we're done. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah, we're done. That's awesome. (laughs)
1: cool. And
0: it obviously is successful for you too. So like it's even more, it's, yeah, that is really neat. Like Julian said, I've never heard anybody say that, but I like how you can plan all around that. You get all your holiday Mm -hmm. goodies you get all your family time and you get all of those things in. And then it's like, Nope, this is, this is the on switch and let's go. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, and then you can adjust
2: even if I started prep this early and you know, I usually try to hit May, you know, on stage, but You know, February is a little bit difficult. Like maybe I don't hit until June 1st, you know? So I, I have that like kind of lapsed time where I can, I don't like to over cardio, right? So I'm like one of those ones that's like, I'd rather have a long, steady prep and being consistent than having like a 10 week prep and just hammering my body. Like just don't recover as fast as I used to. Like, and I know I started late. But I mean, I'm now rolling into 47 and my body is definitely not recovering like it was when I was 40. You know, I'm definitely feeling it. So the longer the prep, the easier it is, I think, on my body overall. So that's kind of just what works for me.
0: Yeah. I've always yeah. liked longer preps. I've always thought they, which everybody's body's different, but I've always mm-hmm. thought mentally they're just. Better, like yep. you have so much more time to adapt. Like some people can struggle so immensely, like adapting to the diet, adapting mm-hmm. to a new t- time management, everything. This the seriousness of like the intensity at the gym. And it's like just give yourself that time. It's especially like there's shows all the time everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like just just spread it yeah. out. You don't need to like I have to do this right now, you know. And it's just right. you just grind. But yeah, the over cardio is just. <laughs> rough I've done it and I'm like
1: oh I don't want to do this again <laughs> yeah and you kind of just much. don't want to deal with the not like repercussions but like if you do have to push that hard you kind of know like god like this is the scaling back from doing two hours of cardio a day is like right it's not a fun outlook at all but so I, I think once smart. you come
2: off of prep and doing something so hard like that you're just like oh, I'm done. Like, I'm not even going to, not even going to do cardio anymore. Like I I step away and I feel like mentally you're just beat down. So it's hard to even like give yourself that time, that mental time to come back and be like, oh, okay, I'm ready to get back at it. Because I did it that one season. And I got to tell you, my mental state after that season, I was like, I don't know if I ever want to walk on stage again. Like that was horrible, you know? So yeah. everybody's different though. Some people are like, I love that grind. And some people like me, I'm like slow and steady wins the race for me. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. no,
1: exactly. What year was that, that you um, had to really push like that and, and had doubts I, about even continuing?
2: I think, honestly, I think it was the year before I got my pro card. Yeah. Um, I didn't have, I didn't have a trainer at the time. So I don't, I was just kind of doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Um and I did do that for a few years and it was kind of successful, but I think I was just so hard on myself cuz I had nobody to talk to and to hold myself like hold me accountable. You know, you have a trainer mm-hmm. and you send them pictures and they hold you accountable and I was doing it on my own. And so I think I kind of slacked off a little bit and then I got so close that I was like I really have to push myself and I think I just overdid it and I walked off stage and I think I got third that year mm-hmm. and I was like, like, you wanted it. So you want it so yeah. bad. And then yeah. you try so hard and then you miss it being so close. It's just like, I beat myself up. I would say for a good, like two months. Cause I'm like, I don't, I couldn't have done any more. Clearly I could have, I could have got a coach, <laughs> an opposing coach probably, <laughs>
0: you know, you can look so, back and say that.
2: Yeah. I look back at, at now and I get to see what I did wrong, but at the time I was like, "What more can I do? More cardio, more cardio." So, right, you know, I just yeah. I, I refuse to do that now mentally. I just don't think that I can do it to my kids, my husband, you yeah. know, and personally myself. So, I ha- I think I have the trick down now for my body and getting ready to to compete yeah. at this point. So.
1: That's a really good, a good spot to be. And then for everyone around you too, like to continue on this journey, it's like, if you're a stressed out nightmare to live with, you know, your family (laughs) is going to be like, you're going to do that again. Like really (laughs) mom, (laughs) you know? Yep yeah so that's that's a great balance to find for sure and I think we have to go through those things you know I've done the self-coaching journey myself and you just you know even if you know your body like Mm -hmm. it's so hard to like look at your physique and then predict what it's all going to look like on Mm -hmm. stage and then not having anybody to break down the analysis of like why the scoring was the way that it was you know you need that that expert and you could do that for somebody else but it's so hard to do it for yourself you know it
2: is yeah. Cause I think you're harder on yourself. Right. I mean, you look at a client yeah. and you're like, okay, listen, we need to tighten there or we need whatever. Um, but you look at yourself and you're like, Oh God, I need so much help. Right. Cause you over critique yourself, you know, yeah. cause you're like, I need to be tighter. I need to be bigger, you know, whatever it is. But most of the time, I mean, you're probably right on point or close, but you just don't know. You need somebody else to tell yeah. you where you need to be. Yeah, it's oh, important. yeah, because you could be
1: so huge. close and you have like mm-hmm. just a few tiny, tiny tweaks and then you show up the next show with yep. like different hair, different pose, change your suit. And they're just like, well, mm-hmm. oh, she, she was really close. Why did she change everything? She? Yep. Yeah. hundred yeah. yeah,
2: percent. Yep.
0: You guys, you guys are brave. I have never coached myself and... And I just, I, and I've always had good experience with coaches. So like, that's always been fine. But my husband, it's always funny. The first time, you know, you go through it, you don't know anything. So like I I hired a coach, coach was fine. Everything was fine. But then as the years progressed, my husband was like, well, you know, enough, like you should be able to coach yourself. And I was like, I will, I will murder myself. Like, (laughs) like like I had, like, I can do it. Like we all said, we can do it for other people. But if I have to look at myself and be like i i would probably cardio kill myself i'd be like no like yeah. i could do more i could do this or mm-hmm. i could eat that like no but now like i think after like growing in the sport so much he sees that but it was funny because for a while he's like just do it yourself i'm like you don't understand you don't yeah. <laughs> he's not in the sport like he he's not so right. yeah yeah So what was that process like
1: of finding a new coach? Because I think we were at one point on the same team, and then we both uh, went our different journeys. Um, And so, you know, obviously, there was probably reasons why you wanted to try for yourself. So in making the decision to hire a new coach, and there's so many Mm -hmm. people out there, like, what were you looking for when you decided to embark on that?
2: So... I, there's so many great coaches. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many teams. There's so many great coaches. Um, you know, you interview them and you chat with them and you see who meshes well, or, you know, makes you feel comfortable or that you feel comfortable, you know, showing them or whatever. Um, so I think my comfortability with a new coach is number one. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be able to call them and say, Hey, listen, I'm feeling, horrible. What's going on? How can you help me? Like mentally, I am just not there. I just can't see myself being pushed anymore. And just a coach being like, well, maybe you just need a day off. Like maybe you just need to relax. Like I love the hardcore coach. I think I tend to go with somebody who is a little bit tougher, Mm -hmm. um, on me because I'm pretty tough on myself. So comfortability, you know, I want somebody who pushes, pushes me out of my comfort zone. Cause you do get kind of stale, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just rolling through the motions, you know, but I think I'm comfortable with who I've chosen this year and it is a new coach for me oh, this year. Really? Oh, that's yeah. exciting. So, um, it's, it's, a, it'll be a new experience. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited yeah. though. Yeah. So.
1: I'm excited to for you. Us. That's really cool. Yeah. What yeah. was the reason for making a change and looking for something different this year?
2: Um, I think the reason why I switched was, um, the new coaches closer to me, um, they offered some posing, which yeah. I didn't, I didn't get from uh, my previous coach. Um, I outsourced my posing from somebody else. Um, so I think, he had more options for me this year um, and it's somebody that I could travel to and he can like physically look, put his eyes on me and say, Hey, this is where you need to be at and we're not quite there and I'm okay with that. So um, I think more one-on-one time I'll have with this guy than, um, than my last one. So we'll see. That's exciting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. I think it's good to like get different perspectives and, you know, I feel like I was looking at my, career, you know, the last mm-hmm. couple of days and thinking about all the different, you know, coaches that I've had. And I always said, I don't want to be a coach hopper. And I'm definitely not that person. But I've been competing for so long. And, um, you know, you just know what you're looking for. And to me, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't make any sense to like, just like keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And so that was like why I made a shift mm-hmm. for um for this year as well. And I've been with my new coach since um September. So I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, changing. Like you shouldn't really be expected to like evolve in the sport and like stay with the same person. And a lot of times like people like, oh, what happened? And like, it's usually never that. There's never yeah, like mm-hmm. a falling out. Like these are professional right. relationships and it's a business. And so as mm-hmm. athletes, we're clients and we really – You know, we, we want to, you know, maybe get a different approach, different set of eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe just, you don't always know until you kind of go a couple more shows Mm -hmm. and and start to look for different things as you're evolving as an athlete. So, so that's really good. I agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have, I have clients that leave and then come back and I'm, I'm like, great. You know what? Maybe you know, maybe you just need a little change or something different, something new, something, maybe something that, that I'm not giving you that they can give you, you know, and, and some of them come back and some of them don't. And I'm okay with that. So I think it's the same thing in, in the sport. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and and they're, they're, I mean, all the coaches are amazing. Like you said, they're all amazing. They all train and coach differently. It's just mm-hmm. finding that one that you have that connection with. And hopefully like, you know, you build that bond with them and it works. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see.
0: I've been with my coach for a little bit now on and off season and, mm-hmm. and have left for a little bit, came back, you know, and I, have one thing I love more than anything is that I can just be honest and not just in prep, but like life. So like, mm-hmm. I can be honest with her and be like, this is what I want in my life. Like, so this is like why, what I want to do, how I want to do it. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to make sure through prep, like we can honor all of that, you know, and you mm-hmm. don't have to like, be like, mm, you know, just have like, oh no, don't worry about that. Worry about that later. We're going to hardcore focus, just like the honesty and being able to build a relationship with them. I've, i love that the accountability and just being like, this is how I feel. This is what's going on. This mm-hmm. is what I want at the end of the year, the middle of the year. These are my goals. It's like, we're going to do everything we can to honor all of that. Yep. I
2: agree. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. We all have a good season coming up. We'll see. I know. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> so you know, said you're going to start
1: prep in February. What is your tentative show plan for this year?
2: So, well, tentatively, I was going to do The Clash in the beginning of May, but I have to cheer. <laughs> Yes. Uh, cheer first. <laughs> so I have cheer. So I don't want to interrupt my daughters, you know. Um, so yeah. actually, I'm shooting for The Clash um, at the end of May. So they have one at the end of May. I think Girl Power yeah. is the beginning one that I did last year. But yeah. I'll do The Clash at the end of May. And then if that doesn't make it, I'm sure. I think there's a few in June, like the first week of June somewhere. Um, so you know, I I'll try to hit four. I think this year, my goal yeah. is to hit four and see where I land. So do you like them like we'll pretty see. close together or do you spread them? I out? do. Oh no. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> nope. I'm like, I made it like bang. Like I like, you know, what I did, I did to make the mistake of, um, doing a three week span in between them. Not good. I yeah. feel like, like, I'd rather do like a week, like just bang them out, like, you know, Mm -hmm. right in a row and just kind of just do it. Um, that three week span, I did really good. And then I did the one three weeks later and I did horrible, which I feel like my physique looked better, yeah, but maybe I just, maybe I was just burnt out. Maybe I was just, I was just done. You know what I mean? And I probably should have just kind of cut my losses because I got second place and just kinda of walked away and end the season that way. Um, but yeah. you're like,
1: second, I'm so close. Let's just do so another close. one. Right? Yeah. Let's
2: just do another one. And then probably my body was probably just fighting me at that point. So Yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna do them back to back this year for sure.
1: So oh, that's we'll good. See. Just rinse yeah. the tan off and repeat, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: rub it like, off rub it
1: like, get back yeah get back out there girl scrub just slough it off and carry on i know for those
0: of you watching youtube we just both scrubbed at the same time like we know we're like don't scrub it scrub it off
1: oh It'll man be fine. yeah that is good you just like you're you stay packed and you just keep going and it's like it's it goes both ways for me like in some ways i'm like back to back is great because then you don't have time to like you know, you have that cheat meal sometimes and then like your body, like all, it just wants more food. And then that mm-hmm. is like a, just a brutal first week. But for yeah. me, if I have a little bit more time and there are like conditioning changes that I can make, then I have time. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, if you nail yeah. it, then you really just want to like, can we just do one tomorrow, please? Because I was really close yesterday. Right, um, right. But yeah, it's, it's tough to plan out. But I do think though, like if you are over it, You get on that stage; they can read it Mm -hmm. all over you, and such a huge thing in this sport and in cheerleading—they're very similar—is that performance piece. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think you had mentioned that one of your goals is just to like really enjoy the day and and take in the whole experience. So is that something you're focusing on for
2: 2024? I am. I got to be honest with you. I I love the journey of prep. Like it is my favorite. I. I don't want to say hate, I dislike the stage. I am not a big stage person. Um, and so I think that maybe that's why it took me so long to get my pro card. Cause I literally did not look like I was having fun, you know? And I yeah. think once I got my pro card, like I remember my first pro show, I just didn't care. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm a pro. I'm just going to get out there and just have so much fun. And I did. I had a blast and I didn't care. Like I didn't care what place I got. I ended up getting in like the top six on my first pro show, which was wild. I was like, Oh my God, did they just call my number? They I can't believe. <laughs> but I think that moving forward, I really do need to focus on like just enjoying the moment, like enjoying like how much fun it is and enjoying meeting new, new women. And the promoters and just everything that it brings, and I I yeah. find that sometimes I lose that, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna enjoy it more. That's my yeah. goal. Enjoy it more. It's take it all. all, all the,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's a good focus. The the process, the pro like the process of your progress and enjoying mm-hmm. that moment of the day and just yep. You did do it. You made it. Like mm-hmm. you're there. Yeah. yeah. It's so
1: hard it's, when you're like. Your, your goal is and your focus is that pro card and you have come so close and you know you could place first or you could place fifth or you could place tenth oh. you like literally don't know and it just feels like so much is riding on it and it's just mm-hmm. it's so it's such a tall order for everything to come together and then go out there and be like oh I'm gonna slay and you just are stressed right. beyond belief You're stressed. So, yeah. yeah yeah I can totally relate and I can fake it usually but I think it hurt my placing in um my last national show, you know, it was just, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was pretty defeating, but you know, I, I have the same goal for myself. I just want to take in the experience, have a good time. And, and just, we're, we're so blessed to be able to do this. Like, I know, you know, it's just such a, um, a luxury and we meet so many amazing people Mm -hmm. and it's short lived, right? Like, you know, you're, you work so hard, it's one day and it can just be Mm -hmm. like, you know, poof like that, your season's over. So just soaking up every Mm -hmm. minute of that show day, you know? Correct. So, so
0: famous, I does. know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really does. So, um, what are your big goals for yourself long term in the sport of bikini bodybuilding?
2: Well, I think everybody has the same one, correct? I think that we all want the big O, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Now that they have brought back the Masters Olympia, you know, I, I guess. I would love to walk that stage, right? I mean, and you even think I'm like, I don't care what place I get. I just want to see that stage and walk that stage. So yeah, I'm hoping that this year could be new coach. Maybe I can get a number one spot that would put me into Masters Olympia next year and just kind of walk that stage and see what it's like. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see where I land this year. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good, it's nice yeah. that that goal like exists for us too, though, you know, because know. for such a long time, it, it, it was like, you know, like, it's still like, awesome. And it's still very competitive at the master's level. I'm okay. um, so nice to, to have that. And I'm happy I, that they're bringing it back in 25.
0: I do love that our Federation does this, like they, they treat I I have recently learned that other sports divisions I have to laugh about this because it's my dad who pointed it out. But I have recently learned that other sports divisions do not honor like their older athletes, and mm-hmm. it, and I when I say older, I mean like thirty five and older, right? Right. And so I do love that we are in a sport in a federation that. Honors that, and they are doing so much to even go above and beyond, like bringing Masters Olympia back, Mm -hmm. like putting more emphasis on master's categories, like having more master's awards. You know, I just, Mm -hmm. I like, I love that about our federation that it's doing that.
2: I think it's crazy the amount of people, like older masters, like Mm -hmm. ladies are crushing it now, right? Yeah, I I feel like even when I started. There wasn't as as many or maybe no. it wasn't as popular. And I feel like now, like, I mean, I always watch, you know, all the national shows when they live stream them and I'm like, how many girls are there? I mean, there's so many and they all look amazing and they all look beautiful. Like you can't, I mean, you watch some of the ones that are like 55, 60 and I'm like, oh my God, these women yeah. are killing it. I I love that though. I love seeing, I love seeing that exciting to be part
1: of it I know it's definitely it's tough I mean people don't realize just how many athletes are competing for masters pro cards and there's fewer of them like cards that they give mm-hmm. out because it's first place in the high class is not like in the open um, yeah. but it's it's grown I mean some of the classes are like 15 20 girls deep at masters nationals mm-hmm. and then even like the masters USA they only give away I think two pro cards in bikini yeah. for like the entire you know mm-hmm um show so you know that's yeah. uh it's it's gotten really competitive which I think is amazing because mm-hmm. for anybody who's thinking about starting later or maybe thinking it's too late like you can have a really long and and valuable career in the starting yep. right yeah.
0: later And then kind of like you said, Judy, there's, I mean, we were all raised and we, and I think we all can say that we did not eat right. We did not eat enough for our bodies. We did not know that we should eat that amount of protein and we Mm -hmm. shied away from it. And I feel like now that we're getting older and for everybody wanting to start this sport a little bit later, like the amount of knowledge that you can learn for Mm -hmm. longevity in it is in your life is just Mm -hmm. so, so fantastic. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, Mm -hmm. the knowledge that I've learned from doing this,
2: it's it can't even tell you. I was like so bad. <laughs> My nutrition, like I was horrible. And I look back at it and I'm like, what was I thinking? But I, but you didn't know. Right. And now like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. taught me and then we like, hand, so much.
0: Yeah. And we hand it, we kind of like hand it down to our kids too. to a sense. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're still kids. They still do kids stuff, but we know. And so we can be mm-hmm. like, Hey, we can cook and do and feed a little different to like our Correct. next generation hundred percent.
2: I agree with that. My girls are they're solid eaters. Super proud of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're good. I, yeah. So
0: I love that my son, like we have a thing where is anytime he eats, like he can eat kind of whatever he wants. You know, he's a competitive soccer player, but he loves the chocolate muscle eggs. And so he'll do, which is a cup of that's yeah. 30, 28 or 30 grams yep. of protein. Mm-hmm. Dude, he'll drink like four of those a day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, go you. You yep. want to eat some crappy ramen? Here's your chocolate milk. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> My daughter loves those. She's eight. Like, she's amazing. She's so funny. She's like, oh, I'll have what you're eating. I'm like, okay, honey. I'm like, let's do it. We'll eat, we'll yeah. eat prep food together. And they love it. I mean, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't eat yeah. like that when I was little. Absolutely not. <laughs> Lived off Coca
0: Cola and Gushers. <laughs> and gushers. <laughs> Chicken nuggets and fries. I'll take a hot dog.
1: Oh my gosh! I remember
0: fried fish the frozen fish sticks. And then my my mom my mom would put a slice of American cheese on each individual fish Mm, stick.
1: So like like, just to make it even healthier.
0: (laughs) It was so good. It was like my favorite. It was like it was fried little fish sticks with cheese.
1: I wonder if it would taste as good. good now i'm gonna make it for Hopefully you sometime, mandy <laughs> i'm so, a refeed here's your so, refeed fish sticks with uh I lo- cheese slices i
0: love how like okay look how we all eat right now and then like look how we all used to eat and then if you like now it's so funny because i drink unsweet iced tea all the time with stevia and mm. if i have a sip of sweet tea like actual like oh. sugar tea i have like a heart attack yep. and so my my boys will be like is it really that dramatic i was like i'm I think I'm, you guys, I think I'm going to get sick. Heart, I got heart palpitations. I think I'm having a heart attack. It's like a sugar I'm not used to that kind on. of sugar. Yeah. Like, oh, but I, I used to drink like five Coca-Colas a day when I was a kid. So yeah. Or like Kool-Aid. Who drinks that? <gasps> yeah. And Kool-Aid. Blue raspberry Kool-Aid. Now I'm like, my kids are like, well, can we
2: get Kool-Aid? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> We're right. Not no. getting that. <laughs> no.
1: You like Absolutely. have to add like a cup a cup or two cups of sugar, don't you?
0: Yeah. Like, yes. I remember that. My mom would yeah. make a picture of it with I, I wanna say it was two cups of sugar.
1: Yeah. So gross. So it gross. It was delicious <laughs> back then though. <laughs> it was so
2: good. Put your really so all right. it, eat it off yes. your finger. Like I dip I don't have oh, any yeah.
1: teeth left in my <laughs> mouth after that. Right. Oh my that's so gosh. Funny. It's true. I though. always joke Good. about like dipping dots. Like me and all the cheer moms are always like, oh, Dippin' dip and dots. Like that's oh. like such a cheer thing. If they could make like protein dip and dots. I well, know. That be those things in. are
2: gross. And you They're pay so for them gross. every time. Every time. Every I'm time. They like, just pay eight dollars for this cup of crap that you're gonna eat. Yep. And, and the line is
1: like out the building. It's like just yep. it's a cheer thing. hmm I'm so sure we, you we
0: have different houses, but it's just not popular. Like it, I mean it's popular, but it's not a big deal.
2: Yeah. Well, the the food selection this weekend at the cheer, I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like so unhealthy. Yeah. So thank God I packed. I'm like, here, have some chicken, (laughs) some chicken in this bag, Yeah. which was good. I mean, they ate it. So
1: half the time you can't bring anything into these things. So I've learned if there's a brand of backpack by Rebel and the bottom is supposed to be for the shoes. (laughs) Shoes.
0: Yes, you can when hide I put my food, food in there. In there. Yeah, because yep. they
1: never security never thinks to check underneath the bottom. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. They're, I'm probably going to get caught now.
0: But oh, I know. Um, they won't let I, you can, bring food to uh-uh. eat. Uh-uh.
1: No, uh-uh. you can bring a water no. bottle that you can fill up, and I can sometimes right. like sneak a protein bar or something in. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it lucks out that like my hotel's pretty close by, or I just run out to my car and grab mm-hmm. my meal or something like that. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I just try to stuff it in that like secret compartment in the cheer bag. Mm-hmm. So yeah just you know desperate times but you,
2: know, you get creative <laughs> you definitely have to get creative putting down your shirt whatever you yeah. have to do get your food
1: Whatever in. you have to do <laughs>
2: <laughs> no so, excuses
1: gotta do it um well so um we're about to run out of time here but before we do i always like to ask all of our guests if mm-hmm. you had one or maybe a few tips or tricks that you could share with our audience about how you balance it all as a business owner and working as a trainer yourself, and then taking care of your responsibilities as a mom.
2: So I think I nailed down the timing. So I get up nice and early. I get a lot of my stuff done before my kids get up. Just, I think Jillian, you do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time management, right? So I get up, I try to do a lot of my stuff before my kids even get out of bed, you know, get my kids off to school, run and do my stuff, um, go to work or whatever. So I think it's all timing. Like, you know, like plan it, like plan down every single thing that you have to do. Like I write down everything, like I'm got to do cardio, I got to do this, you know, I think just... Planning your day is huge. And if you're like me, I have to have it on paper or else I won't do it. Like as I get sidetracked, right? You're you're all over the place and then you forget what you're supposed to do. And I literally sit down the night before and I write my day out every day. Like got glutes today or I got upper body today or you know, and between that and already having my food on the fridge so I know exactly what I need to eat and I almost even do my timing for my food, right? Because you forget. And like, you're like, shoot, it's two thirty. I didn't eat today. Like I didn't eat my lunch today. So really yeah. just writing it down and just being mindful. I think that's what's probably the last two years I've done that and it's been perfect. So
1: yeah, yeah. that's awesome. very helpful. Yeah. yeah I'm a pen and paper girl too so mm-hmm. I love that advice and I think that can apply for like any journey even if you're not competing mm-hmm. but if you have yep. a goal and you want to get there you can't just kind of go willy-nilly throughout your day and hope it'll all work out you've got to yep. you know be intentional and then as moms mm-hmm. like we don't have the same schedule every day ever it's always different mm-hmm. so it'd be awesome if we could always eat lunch at the same time but that doesn't yeah. always happen so I think that's helpful mm-hmm. to even just you know that you write down your meal times because everything if you get behind it's it's not great for your body and you're just you're not going to get there you're not going to feel good so yeah 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 that's awesome well, cool. This was so much fun having you, Judy. I and I loved getting to learn more about you and your journey. And I'm just so excited to see how it all unfolds this year. I always Ooh. love watching, you know, your progress and your shows and everything. So It'll be I'm exciting. rooting for you and I'm thank hoping you get that W this year and we'll make see. it to the Masters Olympia in 2025. It yeah, happens. We'll see. But
2: yes. thank you for having me, guys. I, I yeah, Thank you awesome. so much for coming. yeah Yeah,
1: thanks again
2: all right right. thanks girls thank you
1: everybody for listening